Bob Herrick, who's been on our show many times, now joins us. And Bob is actually in London. He's at the uh, the event in which the PGA golfers, some of them have uh, been, I don't want you to call them defectors. They decided to play in this tournament, whatever it is. So Bob is not going to join us. Bob, welcome in. Hey, Steve. How are you? I'm doing well. Um, you've been covering this sport for a long time, Bob. And look, we've seen this before in other sports. I mean, the AFL you know, was formed. The USFL was formed. They were going to have a Continental League when baseball decided to expand. Is this any different to you in terms of what's happened here? Um, not a whole lot. Uh, basically what you had was, um, you know, these, these rival entities picking off some of the, some of the better players. And, you know, in the, in the instance of, of say the AFL, well, you know, Joe Namath couldn't play in the NFL because he was playing with the Jets in the AFL. And that annoyed the NFL to no end. Right. You know, I mean, there was probably a good bit before my time, but I'm sure there was a lot of other instances of that. Um, the USFL might have been another example. You know, they had Herschel Walker and Steve Young and Jim Kelly and, uh, you know. God, Reggie sure. White, yep. Yeah, lots of other players. And and uh, uh, because even though they weren't going head-to-head, obviously you're not going to be able to play football um, in two different seasons at the same, you know, in, in, at this one after another. Uh, the ABA, you know, and they eventually merged, you know, they eventually merged the NFL and the AFL did merge, you know? So, I mean, is, is this going to lead to a, maybe a merger? I mean, I think, I think what it might do is it might give the PGA tour pause to come up with some alternatives that, that maybe have some of the, some of the things they like about this and frankly, a way to funnel some, some money uh, guaranteed money to the stars. Because ultimately, that's what how this all got started. The the star players and their agents, you know, were approached about this a new concept that uh, you know, first of all, it didn't have this kind of money involved that's been discussed here. But they were approached about a new concept that that was going to get the top players some guaranteed money, which we don't have in golf. And you know, the tour has never figured out a way to do that. And um, and so it, it frankly left itself vulnerable, uh, and and here we are. I mean, they can't compete with this kind of money, but I think players would be more apt to stick with the PJ Tour if they had a system that did give some guaranteed money that allowed them to still play PJ Tour golf. Bob, when the PGA reacted as it did, did that surprise you? No, no, they had to do something. They couldn't. They they really probably couldn't even leave a slither of an opening for these guys. I mean, they they they're they're too far gone at this point. They need they would have needed to work something out by now, because you know what what Norman has contended all along. Greg Norman, who's the you know the the commissioner of Live, is that they that they didn't want to stand in the way of these guys playing on the PGA Tour. But look, if you're going to play eight of these events, you're not going to be able to you're probably not going to be able to play enough on the PGA tour to keep your membership. Um, and the tour does have rules about conflicting events and they have rules about conflicting events in the U S which are not allowed. You know, I mean, they, they have sponsorship deals and TV rights deals that while they don't explicitly guarantee X number of the top players, it's understood that they're going to try to deliver that. 
And if there's no competition, the only reason the guy isn't coming to your event is because he decides not to play. Well, now you throw in, okay, he could maybe not play, or, oh, wow, he might go play in a, a, on another tour. Well, you know, that, 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 that kind of blows up the, the, the tour's, um, you know, system whereby they, they get um, multiple millions from TV and from these title sponsors to put on their events. Um, you know, when, when some of these other leagues have formed, Bob, they have, they've started some things that the older established leagues didn't do that were kind of innovative, and later on, those leagues adapted them. Is there anything different about the coverage, about what's being presented with this group? The, the coverage is, is um, I, I would say, is a work in progress. Um, you know, uh, because it's not sponsored, there's no commercials. That, that's not a realistic thing going forward, obviously. You know, you've got to have commercial inventory to make it work. Um, these guys are, are, are doing it without for now. Um, so yeah, obviously there's more there's more time to, to talk things through and show more golf, which I think golf fans would love. Um, I think the other interesting thing about this format is is you know it's on from the beginning to the end, and you see all the players within the window that they're playing. In, in golf that we see at home now, you know they, they don't come on until play has been underway for several hours. They, they, they're not going to show 14 hours worth of golf. You know, this window is like five hours because it's a shotgun start. Now, you can't have a shotgun start with a 150-player field. Right. But, you could, you know, you could do that with, with you know, this is 48 players. You could probably do it with 60 players. You could, you know, where it would be reasonable, you know, um, and, 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 make it, and make it work. You know, 60 players would be, um, what, that's, you know, 20 groups of three you could 20 groups is probably the most you'd want to have in a shotgun to keep it manageable. You know, so, so maybe they would think of incorporating a handful of, of, of tournaments that are small fields that, that have a shotgun for a couple of days. Look, there's nothing wrong with something that's a little bit different, you know, that, that's not the same every single week, uh, 72 whole stroke play. I realize that's the best way to crown a winner, but what's wrong with 54 holes once in a while? The LPGA does it. Yeah, You know, I mean, maybe it's a way to let in a sponsor for a little bit less if there's less days, you know, I mean, there's, there's a lot of different ways to look at it and maybe, maybe it causes them to do that. But, um, you know, in the short term, I'm afraid this is going to be very disruptive. You know, we're going to have players on different circuits. They're not going to be playing together except for the majors. Um, there's even some talk that the majors might change some of their rules to keep these guys out. Now the U S Open's not doing that. And I seriously doubt the Open will do that. But, you know, the Masters can do whatever it wants. And, uh, may, and, and maybe they will. Um, I'm not sure that's a good idea. I mean, I'm not sure that you want to tell Dustin Johnson next year, who just won your tournament in 2020, that he's not welcome. Yeah. You know, so there's a lot, there's a lot to this that's, uh, that's, that's uh, you know, going to play out here uh, over the next several weeks and months. Uh, very quickly, what's the uh, the crowd like? What's the you know what's the the uh, the gallery like for the tournament? I would say it's modest. It's it's not it's not overrun by any means. It's certainly not like what we'll see at the U.S. Open next week, or what we saw at the PGA, or I'm guessing what what's going on at the Canadian Open, which which you know they didn't have a tournament for a few years because of COVID, and I'm sure they're 
I'm sure people are there in droves. You know, this is more moderate. They have they have a good number of people at the at the you know at the opening holes and at the 18th hole and in the hospitality. There's a good number of people following Phil and DJ. Um, you know, they're one of the marquee groups. So there's a good there's pretty many people out there in in pockets. So you know, I think it's fine. I mean, you know, look they they came into this late. They they didn't even have they didn't this wasn't even announced until like late March. You know, the, the, their marketing push was pretty recent. They ended up giving away a bunch of tickets. I think um, over, overall they've got to be pleased with the number of people that are here, but it's certainly nowhere near where they would want it to be. If you like the game of golf, Bob Herrick has covered it for a long time, and Bob will give you a chance to talk about your book. Yeah, that's right. Thank you. I mean, I just I have a book out that's been out for a few weeks now, of Tiger and Phil, Golf's Most Fascinating Rivalry. Um, you know, as I've been saying to people, I, I needed another chapter or two, or I need an addendum for the paperback to cover all that's gone on with Tiger and Phil yeah. since the beginning of the year. I mean, it's just been crazy, Tiger coming back. We didn't expect that. All of what's happened with Phil, which has really been, you know, amazing, frankly, the turn of events for him. But it was meant to sort of capture the intersection of their careers, you know, from the beginning all the all the way up and through up through basically Phil winning the PGA last year, you know, and, and I'll be honest, you know, I, I think we, we kind of would have thought that they'd be done at that point, you know, that it, it was hard to envision the drama that's unfolded since, but you know, they're, the, they, they were rivals despite the disparity in record and they were the two top guys for 25 years. And it's been, uh, you know, it's pretty interesting intersection of their careers with, you know, a good bit of friction and, you know, uh, you know, some some frostiness and some pettiness and some childishness during their careers as, as they were, you know, both sort of striving for the same things. Bob, I appreciate you doing this, and uh, it should be fun over there and fascinating next week to see what happens, but always appreciate your time. Thank you. Absolutely, Steve. Thanks for having me. You got it, Bob. Bob Herrig, I've been covering golf for a long time, working now for Sports Illustrated. He's over there at that tournament live from London today.